This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by Black Belt CBD. If you're an athlete and you train a lot, doesn't matter, MMA basketball, football, hockey, whatever you're into, check out blackbeltcbdproducts.com. And if you listen to the show, I will give you a special promo code to get 25% off. And the promo code is thepodcast25. Use that when you buy your products. They have lotions, they have pills, tonics, capsules, whatever you want, roll-ons. And it helps with your recovery, with your training, with anything. Everyone knows CBD is on the rise. Get on it now while it's cheap because once... Everyone gets on it, and the prices will probably go up again, right? So go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com, and just remember, it's CBD for athletes. And also, go to poppyapparel.com. If you're a woman and you like to shop, use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. You'll get 10% off. They ship worldwide. There's a slew of stuff they have there from uh, accessories to clothes, T-shirts, doesn't matter, dresses, everything that a woman wears, they pretty much have. Mm -hmm. So go to poppyapparel.com. If you want to support me directly, go to wehavemerch.com. We have the podcast mugs, women's tees, and men's tees. They also ship worldwide. And also listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, podbros.com. I am part of their network, so go to podbros.com. Listen to the show there. Listen to a bunch of other shows if you're so inclined to. And if you shop on Amazon, click on their Amazon banner. It takes you two seconds, free of charge, helps them out, helps me out. On to the show. It is finally the second annual DP Awards. I've been tweeting it out for a few weeks now. The nominees were out there. We have the winners. We are announcing them today. But helping me is actually the host of the DP Awards. It is Sarah Wren. Welcome back. Hi, thank you. Thanks for coming. I'm excited to see who's going to win. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I make the worst at pleasantries. I, actually, my friends make fun of me all the time because... I, and it's kind of like a running joke because people will be like, hey, how are you? And it's someone that I've known for a long time. Right. And I'll just be like, oh, I'll just go, oh, 
pleasantries. Like I, I can't so what, stand what, that. In like, a perfect world, what do you? How do you want people to introduce themselves? How? No, they don't introduce. If you I just know walk you, up and start a conversation. If I know you, yeah, just like get to the goods. But if I don't know you, sure, you can be like, hey, yeah. So like, where are you? From? Even then, small talk. I just one, like I'm it. not good at it. Two, I don't like it. Um, but pleasantries between like peers or friends, right. I just like. I wish I could eliminate. Yeah, but them. don't you want to know how they're doing though? I will ask if I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Well, now I know too. Then. <laughs> Perfect. I want to ask you how you're ever doing then from now on. So don't think I'm being an asshole then. Yeah, and like that's another thing that people have, oh, have commented on too. They're like, they're like, Sarah, you never really like ask questions about me, you know? Like, you know? And I, I was like, it's better I, that way. Well, yeah. No, it's just like I feel like. A lot of people give information through what they exactly. feel like they want to tell you. You know, it's true. You don't want to pressure them. Into, yeah. You know what I hate? These are the common ones. Like when people talk about work, mm-hmm. the weather, like yeah. all this boring and nonsense stuff. Like, yeah. I, or even like like house, for example. Like if you own a house, oh, how much do you have left on your mortgage and this and that. It's like, what the fuck? I don't need to tell you this shit. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, cut that oh, out. Man. Just all of that. And I, That I, I agree with. I think that's like, I don't know. I... It's like fluff and shallow, you know. I'd I'd rather talk about something that that's because they have nothing to talk about, though. You know, yeah. what I mean, their whole world is like I know these people I work with myself that their whole life is work. All their friends are at work. Everything revolves around work. You take away work, they're finished. So when they're out in public with people not from work, once mm-hmm. in a while, what do they have to talk about? But work. But they could like train themselves to talk okay. about something. I'm else. talking about these people are like 50 and 60 years old. Yeah, oh, training okay. shit to them. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, just pleasantries and, and small talk is, is not my thing. Oh, that's true, especially with millennials, too, because you guys are all about the texting and the abbreviations oh and this and that and less contact with people and stay away. No, it's like, germs. you know what? <laughs> I, think, I think it's a, a Western culture thing, actually. Okay. Because I have, like, dated people who are European or, like, from other countries. Right. And they don't really have, like, the small talk. They only really talk about... I don't know, things that are relevant or, like, in the news. Like, that's their version of, like, small talk. Okay. They're never like, how's the weather? How are you yeah, doing? Yeah. How's, like, you know, they just, they don't talk unless it's something pertinent. And I feel like right. in Western culture, everyone's so, everyone just wants to talk and give their opinion and, like, just talk, talk, talk. And they can't stand just, like, you know a moment of silence. Everyone's nosy and everyone wants to show off. Yeah. A lot, everyone wants to show off. And that's the problem. I read this article that... They were saying, you know, if you're if you're in like Sweden or Switzerland or Russia, sometimes you'll be sitting beside someone that's like an award winning novelist or okay. like scientist or, or something and you would never know. Right. But in like Western culture they'd be like, Hey, so like <laughs> did you know blah 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 I blah 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 blah. I know. Did you see what I did? Did yeah. you follow me on Instagram? Did you see those posts I posted? I just yeah, I'm not I'm like <laughs> Not into that. I'm all for like celebrating wins and stuff, like with my friends. Of course, I milestones, love. milestones, sure. Yeah, and like even like the little ones. Like if someone's like, "Oh, I sold uh, a pitch or something." Like right. I love yeah, celebrating yeah. that. Of course, okay. Um, amongst friends, but like if it's just small talk, I don't know. See, to me, it's celebrate your accomplishments. Don't celebrate the money you're spending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if you bought a new car. Congratulations. Why don't you tell me how you got that new car? Like, there has to be something behind that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I would be more impressed by you saying that, like you said, oh, I, I sold this pitch and I got a million dollars or whatever and I bought myself a, a new Mercedes. Fine. Yeah. Then, then, okay. Don't just post on Mercedes and be like, oh, I'm winning. 
It's like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. So which, like, I guess it circles back to these awards. Like, all these people that get them, now they can share it and be like, hey, this is what I accomplished. I got uh, I a hope DP so. award. <laughs> Hey, you came up with the name, okay? I didn't come up with it. It's an abbreviation. I didn't want to say the podcast awards. Why not? It's too long. Or maybe I should just call it DPAs. Yeah, yeah. DPAs would have been better. Right? Instead mm-hmm. of DP awards, just put the DPAs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Maybe I'll you switch it for that. next year. <laughs> you okay. fucked that one. Well, see, that will, that's what I was going for with the DP award. This is the second annual DP award? Second annual, yes. So you you had a chance to fix it the first time. But no. <laughs> Once you go DP, you don't go you back. Don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that being said, we'll get into some more talk. Um, you want to see who's up for the first award? Yeah. All no, right. let's do no awards and just talk f- all about me. <laughs> And then I'll, when, when I post the episode, when it gets released, I'll put the list of award winners out. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. Fuck you. You don't even need to listen. Yeah. No, I oh would love God. to hear the first. Okay. So I have presenters because mm-hmm. I have a huge budget. Mm. So I have pre-recorded presenters who called in and left me messages presenting the awards. And then we will announce the awards as they go on throughout the night. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Okay. So first up, we have my long lost relative from Puerto Rico that lives in Brooklyn Brian Fonseca. Let's see what he's, what his nominees are. Yo, 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 this is Brian Fonseca from the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, and I'm about to introduce the first DP award for favorite podcasting guest. A nomination process, which I'm not a part of because I didn't get nominated for this, but it's all good. I'm not going to hold my fellow Fonseca to it. Uh, favorite podcasting guests are as follows. Jesse and Max. Got So 5 Wrestling Podcast, Brayden Harrington, up next, Jason Agnew, Sunday night's main event, Mick and Frank, Late Drinkers, the podcast, Nick and Justin, Epic Film Guys podcast, Juliet Miranda, The Unwritable Rant, and Scott C. Jones, Heavily Pixelated. All right, those are your nominees. Thank you, Brian, for sending that in. Appreciate it. And the big winner, or winners, is Max and Jesse from Got So 5 Wrestling Podcast. Yay! Yay. You don't even know who they are, but sure. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, they are two-time award winners because they won last year as oh, guests nice. of the year. So oh, they, wow. Their fans came through again because they we go back and forth. We always are on each other's podcast. So I have a couple of messages here from the winners. Let's see their acceptance speech. And still, DP best guest champion obviously we are this is jesse from got till five i think max is recording his own special little message as well we came on last year didn't we but we're um actually too big a deal to give you our time now steve so all we can do is a quick pre-record before we carry on winning awards and whatever else we do um we in on people we've talked about that a lot i assume that's why we retain this year because of that top quality um style of interviewing that you do um thank you mate thank you everyone who voted for us who's listening we loved our podcast it's our favorite podcast other than our own obviously um we love you you love us and here's to us winning in the third year as well which we obviously will because we're the best cheers all right that was jesse let's see what his partner max had to say 
Hello, now it's time for my turn. Max from Got Till Five. I want to thank you, Steve, for nominating us for this award. And it's a great honour to win it for a second year in a row. And that goes to everyone that voted. All of our Got Till Five lot, all of the podcast lot. I'm glad you like having us come on, ramble about wrestling. And as Jesse said, any form of urination that we can talk about. So it's greatly appreciated. Um, trying to do this in a less arrogant way than Jesse, which uh, is going to be pretty easy. We're not too too big a deal anymore to come on and see Steve. Unfortunately, Jesse's busy. I'm not very well. Um, and uh, we have to do the pre-recorded, I'm afraid. But we will be with you for the Royal Rumble review, I'm sure, in the next couple of weeks. Very much looking forward to that. And that will start us on our road to becoming the three-time champs next year when this vote happens. Thank you again, Steve, for nominating us. Thank you, everyone who voted. Uh, we love you. Cheers to our podcast. Catch you guys soon. And there you go. I'm pretty sure pretty that arrogant. was, like, the same person. <laughs> See, you're not the first person who says that. Okay. Someone else told me, okay, now, Jesse Max, if you're listening, now you know that Canadians don't know how to tell between British accents because everyone thinks that's the same person. No one knows the difference between you guys. Luckily, I do, so I'm able to distinguish from the two. Well, mind you, I do talk to them on a regular, so. But you thought it was the same person as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I was joking, but <laughs> that's okay. like the easiest joke. I no, but someone of. else actually told me that. They're like, they sound like the same person to me. And yeah. I was like, well... Maybe because of their accent, I don't know. But. Yeah, it's totally... It, you can tell that it's different people. I was just being okay. a, a jerk, like okay. I always am. <laughs> well, you have to be... You're, you're, what's, uh, you're um, roasting the audience, I guess, of the DP yeah. Awards, right? Like how yeah. the hosts do it. <laughs> oh, God. How yeah. did you like the last one with the Golden Globes? The nice roasting, as they called it. Oh, the like opening yeah, monologue yeah. with uh, uh, Sandro and a- yeah. Andy. Same so instead of cutting I people actually, down, they... I actually loved it. You liked it? I loved the writing. You didn't think writing. it was too pampered or too fluffy? Um, No, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, no, I really don't think so. I was, I I always look forward to it. Uh, I, to be honest, I didn't watch like the rest of it. I just watched the opening um, Award shows are boring anyways. Monologue, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm too busy. Oh, to sorry. <laughs> I thought the yeah. Brits were arrogant. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I um, <laughs> no, I, I actually I really liked it and I okay. really enjoyed it and I loved uh, that part that um, Andy Samberg did that like long uh, monologue where he's like everything's still like horrible but we just have social media and like blah, blah, right. and he, I that was probably my favorite joke and actually there's someone um, she asked me to be featured in Vulture Karen mm. Chi and she. Um, sent out a tweet saying like Sandra, oh, like I would love to write jokes right. for you, like for the award show, oh, wow. and she actually ended up getting oh, that's uh, awesome. the the gig, the job. Right. So um, I'm not sure, you know, obviously what she wrote for like the right, award exactly. show, but it's just so awesome through social media that she was able to tweet something like that out. Her fans and friends like supported her right. and reached enough that she got a job for writing for the Golden Globes. See, and those so, are the good stories about social media. Yeah. No one ever talks about Congrats to her. Like, I think that's amazing and she deserves it. Like she's hilarious and like right. such a good person. Well, obviously you, there's you first, the first step is reaching a person. Then it's proving that you're good enough. Like mm-hmm. just cause you reach them doesn't mean you're going to get it. Like, oh, you know, yeah, and yeah. people don't realize that process. Right. But mm-hmm. whatever. Anyways, how's your dog doing? My dog? <laughs> He's... I noticed you're not posting as much. Is that because of my well, last comment? <laughs> no, it's not only you. It's like oh, no. I have changed my Instagram stories a lot okay. uh, this year because um, 
I realized I was like I got some feedback right at the end okay. of the year I was kind of asking around sure. and people were like okay the the two most things that we don't like to see is like a bunch of photos of your dog right <laughs> it was like 50 50 because a lot of people were like no we would like to see more of your dog oh. and then some other people said we wouldn't so I was like okay I'll just sporadically you know like the people right. who like to see the people who don't exactly um and now that Instagram they have private groups so oh, I can like oh so you could send it to the certain people who yeah, like so it yeah so the people Smart. who like it so I'm gonna be doing like more polls okay, and kind of like cool. figuring out and then right, creating right. groups and then and then obviously people who sign up from like my Patreon they get like private behind the scenes like stories and stuff like that too right um, so I'm going to start doing it kind of like in groups like that. Oh, that's cool. And then the other thing that I stopped doing was posting when I'm performing. Cause I perform every night, right? Like I'm going to open mics and like shows all the time. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and it's sometimes hard too, because I don't know how loud it's going to be. I don't know how loud the audience is going to be. I don't want to like blast people's phones, like with volume and stuff. Oh, that's so true too. I don't think I like, it. yeah. And also just the frequency like, they're not at the show and they're getting like just the punchline or like just the setup of a joke. True. So those are the two things that I'm doing less, like on my main like Instagram stories. Gotcha. Less of my dog, less of stand-up <laughs> clips. No, it's all. Uh, but yeah, my dog's he's the same. You also have a cat, though, right? Yes. And how old's your cat again? He, I think he's like 18 now. Oh, he's old. And you would do anything for your pets? Correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. How about this? I would murder. W- would you spend infinite amounts of money on your pets too? It wouldn't matter. Yeah. How about this? Would you get them their own apartment? No, because I want to be with them. What no, but mean, like... what if when you, once you start traveling and stuff, like, you know what I mean? And you put them somewhere where it's central, where you don't really want to live, but yeah. it's central from where you work. So say you worked in, like, L.A., but okay. your home base is here in Toronto. Yeah. So put them somewhere in between, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> somewhere in the States or something. You just buy, like, a condo or something. And at least, like, that's less miles and you could see them and, you know what I mean? Well... Would you do something like that? Well, he's... But he would be alone, right? Well, yeah. Well, you have money. You got people to come in and take care of it, obviously. Well... I, unfortunately, yeah. So when I tour, I spend a lot of money on having my dog be watched. Okay. And it's something that I'm not happy with because it's like more than like a cheap hotel, like per night. Right. I spend a lot of money. Yeah. Cause dogs are more needed than cats. Cats, you could leave for a few days. Dogs, you really can't do that. Yeah. And, yeah. and everyone's like, Oh, don't you have family that can watch? Like, no, no one wants to watch my, <laughs> oh, wow. my fucking, yeah, my animals. Poor thing. Yeah. No one, no one wants the responsibility. Oh, so, so I have, and he also had kind of like a rough start. He's okay. like anxiety riddled and oh, like a rescue. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fine now. Like now he's well adjusted, but because of the rough start, I just I don't know. I don't want him to go back into any of like his trauma that he had before. Okay. So I spend a lot when I go away to put him in a uh, with a family. Gotcha. And then the family watches him, oh, I and see. I make sure it's someone like a mother that's home twenty four seven. Right. So he's never left alone. And so it's getting loved all yeah. 24-7. So it's right? like a vacation for him. Oh, nice. But I spent a lot of money on that. That's crazy. Okay, so you would spend anything on your pets. Yeah. Well, I thought these people were crazy, but you might just uh, top the cake here. But <laughs> two cats live alone in Silicon Valley apartment, and their owner pays $1,500 monthly for them to just stay there on their own. Mm-hmm. And it's all furnished with cat appliances and everything. But, like, someone comes them. in and, like, checks Well, them, they right? have to because <laughs> they have to feed them and change the litter and shit. But yeah. Is, that's what I mean about if I had the money I would do it <laughs> <laughs> wow like I love my pets too but I, I wouldn't see myself but what would you do if you're traveling but, for like half of the year or more I don't have pets 
But what if you have pets and then you start? Okay, how about this question? Because I had my dog before I started doing stand-up. Sure. Once your pets, obviously, there's going to be a time of day when no, they're going to be put to rest. I wish everyone see my face like the the interaction right now. You you can't escape it. That's one reality of life. You know what I mean? But when they eventually do go, are you going to get more or no? I I would emotionally I would love Mm. to get more. But rationally and to be like a good, and I'm one of those people that calls myself a pet mom, so (laughs) to be a good pet mom, I wouldn't because I know I can't dedicate the time. Like already enough, my my dog is so needy. Yeah, dogs are too I'm at the computer trying to like write something up. And he's like talking at you. Yeah, he's like, come play with me, come wrestle with me. And part of it is my fault is... I have, like, a very strict routine with him. Like, I walk him three times a day, oh, and I God. do, like, training and stimulation games with him. Like, yeah, he has yeah. puzzles and stuff. Like, oh, I'm very God. into, like, the character. Has he learned sign language yet? <laughs> uh, kind of. <laughs> Does he use the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Next he goes step. outside. That is the... Okay, I, I feel like I need to rant about this for a second. Go for it. That's what the show's about. So, having a dog... And then just picking up the shit, mm. way better than sitting in front of a litter box and having to breathe that all in and scoop it and scoop it and you're digging around in this like shit box, right? Okay. Like to okay. find all the piss and shit and everything <laughs> and put it into a bag and you're breathing it all. All the dust is like flying up from like the litter and you can get parasites that way. Of course. Honestly, everyone's like, ew, having a dog is so gross. How can you like pick up shit? I'm like, it takes not even a second. But, like, sure. scooping cat litter takes, like, a fair amount of time. Are right, you on my rebuttal? Yeah. <laughs> okay. First, you, won't, you don't have to pick up cat shit every day because a litter you could go at least probably two days. Okay. So you don't have to pick it like a dog where it's mm-hmm. literally three times a day. So you're literally picking up shit every day. Yeah. Every day you're touching shit. Yeah. That's not yours. Okay. Just think about that. Second off, there's face masks. You know what I mean? That you could put on if you want. If you're that allergic. And third off, they actually have now litter where it doesn't, it's like non, it's not like the pebbles. It's like mm-hmm. almost like a hay like yeah. type of hay or something yeah. that does the exact same job and there's no chemicals. I guess for me, because my time is important. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I, Holy fuck. I would rather not sit in front of a box of piss and shit, scooping it out. <laughs> yeah, but if you love them, like you, so you would rather oh. spend thousands of dollars than pick up their own shit? It's not thousands of dollars. I guarantee you it's cheaper to like deal with uh, dog's business than it is cat's business. Well, yeah, of course, because all yeah. you're paying for is plastic bags. Especially if you get that mask. But the what time... The fuck, never okay, how about this? <laughs> you could clean shit in the comfort of your own home instead of going outside and when it's bad weather. There's another plus. But I, I like it. Oh, my God. We you could, like shit? Could, no, no, I like going outside. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going to end it with, but I like dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like it because it forces me... I work from home. I'm always home. And also, it's your exercise. Me yeah, it forces me to go outside. Yeah, but we like, have phones. Put a timer and then go outside. <laughs> Some people just Treadmills. let their dogs out, you know, like oh, in, yeah, the, let them in, the, in the yard or whatever. True. But for me, it's like, oh, no, I've been working for four hours. Right. Let's take a nice break See, and now, go for like a run. That's what I don't agree with. Because I grew up in a home where we just let our dogs go in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like going through a minefield. You have to be so careful because no one would clean it. Like it was me, my two brothers. They, we didn't give a shit yeah. about cleaning it. Yeah. My mom was sick, so she wasn't able to. My dad was working 24-7. Mm-hmm. So who would clean the shit? Nobody. 
Yeah. Like, then the winters were the best because no one would see it. And then come springtime, the grass, it's not brown because the grass is dead. It's brown because there's shit everywhere. <laughs> so now you got to shovel this. So now well, imagining shoveling you can, shit. You can, well, I mean, you guys are just irresponsible owners. Well, yeah, yeah. We are Portuguese. So. <laughs> but you can, I think there's services where you can pay someone to come okay, in. Okay, you like, forget. I'm old. This was back yard. in the 80s and like late 80s, early I think 90s. They still could. They weren't. Just some like, guy down the street. No apps. Be like, ah. What, the of, shit collector? Yeah. Like the guy who used to come to sharpen your scissors you know, like, with some, the bell? If there's some like kid, like, didn't you? I mean, oh, I used like, to do that back in the day. To like, mow your lawn and shit. Any, anyone. You just like, if okay. there's some kid that needs work, you'd be like, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks and you just go pick up all the dog shit out of my backyard. I guarantee you they would do it. Poor kid. What kid was going to... I wouldn't do it for 20 you, bucks. They used to, like, clean pools, okay, deliver that's cleaning things, pool. okay. get groceries. Kids clean pools because they saw too many pornos and thought that maybe the housewife <laughs> would come out and do something to them. No, right? I'm talking about this kid is, like... 14 or like Ex- 15. What do you think 14-year-olds think about? I used to be a 14-year-old kid. You always think that older chick, well, maybe, just maybe, if I look a certain way, she'll think I'm older or something. But legally, they, you can't even, so... Well, to, the, to all those school teachers I've been doing it recently. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone's <laughs> falling for it. <laughs> Anyways, on to the second. Yeah, let's look. We're derailing Award. a lot. <laughs> so we agree to disagree. There's positives in both. I guess yeah. you, it's whatever you're into and, like... No, don't get me. I don't hate dogs. Mm-hmm. I just find them too needy, and there's yeah. too much. There's more responsibility than a cat. Yeah. And this is coming from a person who doesn't even want kids. So oh, yeah, that's yeah. why. Totally, okay? totally. Right. Although my cat, now that he's old, that's it different. So but that's much more every attention. pet, though. Yeah. When they get older, you need attention, attention, and yeah. this and that. And my rabbit lived to be almost nine years. Isn't that's that... nine more years that we were lost in a miles because we would have eaten it and put it in the stew. Well, it <laughs> I was love a, it was like a, a miniature dwarf, so there was like no. Was it a gerbil then? It. It l- Don't tell me like your parents gerbil. bought you a gerbil and said it was a mini rabbit. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they put like fake ears. On I it. know, <laughs> and they colored the nose and she put the whiskers. They're like it eats carrots. <laughs> See, it's a fat rabbit. Oh, uh, all right. Let's go to our second award here. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's professional wrestler Benjamin Banks here from Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks Podcast. And I am your presenter for favorite writer, producer, musician, and TV guest. It's a huge honor that I was chosen to present this award today and favorite wrestler to appear on the podcast. So here's to me having my fingers crossed that I win that award with my tag team partner, Diamond Victor Griff of the Golden Pinky Society. So let's go ahead and get to the nominees for this award. We have Reese Davies, Ed Kuna, Ruben Ocean, Nicole Russell McFarlane, Marissa Roberto, Solitaire, Jake Hirsch, and Fred E. Fame. So let's see who the winner is. See, you know he's a professional like actor, whatever, because he's a professional wrestler. You know he's into what's the word? Not pro- oh, fuck. I just fucked that whole. Not the what is it? He's a, a performer. Sorry, that's the word I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you know how it is on the show. I'm a bit slow, but you could tell he's a natural performer where he already did his job for me. My job. I can't even speak anymore. See, he did such a good job now that I can't even perform after him. But anyways, he does. He's such a great performer that he already did my job for me because he already said, "Let's see who the winner is." Oh. So he didn't even catch that. Yeah, see, the I didn't small catch things, that. the details. So the big winner of favorite writer, producer, music, musician, musician TV. Wow, we're only about halfway, and I'm already stuttering. Is the man himself, rapper extraordinaire, producer, DJ, 
I guess he's a DJ. He's on the radio too. Isn't the worst? Solitaire. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> well, now you know how the show is. And we're not drinking, by the way, in case that wasn't clear. Uh, well, people know I don't drink, period. So, so should we go to Solitaire and uh, have him accept this prestigious award? See what he has to say? Yeah. Let's see what Solitaire has to say. Peace, peace. What's up, everybody? It's your man, Solitaire. And I just want to shout out the podcast and the homie Finger Styles for, uh, and everybody out there for voting for me for the favorite writer, producer, musician, TV guest, renaissance man, all the above. Uh, it's an honor to to win the award, especially when you're acknowledged by, by fans and your peers. So that's super dope, man. I appreciate everybody who voted for me and for the podcast. And continue listening, man. It's a great podca- uh, podcast. I had a great time uh, participating in it. Participating in it. And uh, uh, I look forward to, to visiting again sometime soon in the near future. All right? Peace. You see? My stuttering rubbed off on him. <laughs> it's contagious you're next oh my god so there you go solitaire big award winner local rapper but you're too young to know who he is though he's before your time i just don't know anything you don't know to do, do you, even, you don't know so what music are you into what genre of music do you listen to uh and i think i forgot this out of you yeah i i you know what <laughs> maybe that's why yeah. Do you even listen to music? I just go home and listen to like silence. I just stare at the oh walls, um, listen to the own tortured souls of my mind. No, I um, I I love funk music. What do you mean, like old funk, like seventies funk, all like Afro funk, all, all funk? Like I I have a a band that I went to college with that I mm. loved their stuff, but like even new, old, whatever. Um, obviously the classics are like James Brown. Okay, James yeah. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, I listen to a lot. Yeah, I do listen to like a lot of seventies music. Um, not like disco, but just like songs from the seventies. I love Jamiroquai. Oh my god, I hate that fucking guy. You hate him? Yes, Why? Um, I don't know. So pretentious. Uh, I don't know who he is as a person, but his do you music... know what he even looks like? Yeah, not to like, judge one what he looks like. He's but like I'm a saying... British, like Jewish guy. Yeah, but it, like I've seen his interviews and like in his videos, it's just mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't like his style. Uh, I don't know anything about him, but I love his music. And it's hard for me to like something if I don't like the person. I'm one really? of those type of people. Yeah, I'm pretty good at separating it. But, but mind you, if I find out they're horrible after I like their stuff, then I don't know. Then I have to think the the pros and the cons. I guess yeah. I don't know. But if I know they're horrible, I can't just start, like, like because I already have this preconceived notion, mm-hmm. right? So it's hard to get over that. Yeah. My music taste is kind of all of the, oh, like, everywhere. I love funk. I love electronica. I love alternative rock. So who's your favorite? If you had only one CD or one band to ever listen to, what would be your favorite? Daft Punk. Okay, that's that's half decent. Yeah. I don't mind Daft Punk. I love Daft Punk. See, they're a bit of, like, electronica with funk, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. there you go. Yeah, exactly. So it's marriaging my two loves, electronica and funk, and just mashing them together. All right, so what's going up with you now? You're going to be traveling soon to the States? Yeah, yeah, I'll be going again. So this will be my third time heading over there doing shows. I'm trying to just do, every time I go, just cities I've never done before. Right. Uh, Stages I haven't done before. Trying to just see new audiences grow. The whole point is, honestly, is just for experience. Like, the audience in Atlanta is going to be different than an audience in, like, Barrie, Ontario. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. So... (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I want to see. It's like, do my jokes work oh, outside I see of what you're Canada? Yeah, you know, like right. I, and 
I was thinking about this today like, because, like, one year happened and I was thinking about, like, the experience I have. Mm. And actually, like, 50% of it, and I've only been doing it for one year, is in the States. And, oh, like, wow. 50% of it is in Canada. So, so I'm like, split. that's, I think that's kind of, like, unique. Like, most people just stick to their city. It's true. And they grow there and, and grow. then expand, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is probably smart like i don't know what the best method is but if you blow up somewhere you have to run with it though right this i mean this is what works for me because i take all like what i learn from the different cities and then i apply it to my stand-up and like i don't know that's just my style so so do you like la as a whole business aside not including any business like the weather well i yeah the weather would you recommend someone to go like on vacation or something no no? not even just to check it out once (laughs) I feel like I should probably not Jesus say this, Christ. but I don't like LA. Like, actually, I have a lot of LA listeners, by the way. They're like oh, my third or fourth shit. biggest market. Speaking of, I yeah, I have retraction. No, yeah, yeah, redact, redact. I I have yeah, I have no filters. So I'm just gonna say this. I hey, it's your opinion. A lot of people are always like, move to LA, like come to LA. This is where yeah, the opportunities exactly. are. It's a showcase yes. city, you know, like New York and LA, New York and LA. Yeah, you hear that um, all the time. I personally. I would not want to live in LA. Okay. Just not my thing. There's but a lot of people say that. A lot of people say they like to visit and like to mm-hmm. work, but they wouldn't live there. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? So I that's mean, fair. I, every time I go, I think like the second or third time I went, I've met better people. Right. So I'm enjoying my time better. And also the opportunities are way bigger. Like I see a huge impact if I do like shows in LA compared to like, you know, any other city, honestly, like gotcha. in, in the States or Canada. But, yeah, work-wise, super fun. Would I want to live there? I'm going to try my best not to. Okay. (laughs) If I don't have to, then... So what's your favorite, I'm not saying work-wise, nothing work-related, city to visit in the States? For just, like, to to live or to, Oh, yeah, how about that, yeah. To Um, live. If you had a choice, if they said, okay, you got to move to the States to work here, mm -hmm. and said, but you could live in any city, as long as you're here in the States. Yeah. What what city would you want to move to? I actually like fell in love with seattle when oh I wow was there. really mm-hmm. you don't mind like where we have that type of weather today like the cloudiness rainy overcast uh, weather yeah it's really not that bad you though that doesn't bother i hate it i yeah weather wise i don't care that's okay. one of my favorite things about toronto is that we get all of the seasons Tell and i like to it. see that but seattle uh yeah it totally threw me for a loop it's crazy young people because yeah, of like the tech industry and and yes. everything um, so it was interesting to walk around and the majority was young, like millennials. You don't That's really cool. see that like when in a major city, that, that, especially like in a downtown mm-hmm. core. Yeah. And they have a beautiful like market by the water and nice. they have all these, it's very artsy as well. It's a combination of like everything. So I think, yeah, Seattle, it's like tech and art combined. And have you only traveled to the States or have you traveled elsewhere in the world? Have I? Or? Yeah, no, have you? Travel. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what's your favorite outside the, of North America? In the America? world? Yes. Oh, Just give me man. a country. It doesn't have to be a city. I loved Iceland and Taiwan. Oh, wow. Those are probably, yeah. I would have never. I've heard Iceland's very beautiful. I could never nice. live in Iceland, though, because of how the sun, like, never oh, sets. that's and right. And then half of the year, it's, a certain it always, sea, yes. yeah, it's really dark. Right. I, I knew someone that actually... Actually, I didn't know. It was a friend of a friend who lived there, and they got depressed because, mm. like, the sun, it was so dark for so long, course, and they lived yeah. there for so many years oh, that, shit. I don't know, that apparently it just, yeah, it made them 
they were depressed. So they're oh like, God. I have to leave. They're like, I love the country. I love the people. I love my job. But they're like, I just can't live there anymore. Yeah, that's good. And mm-hmm. Taiwan. Why Taiwan? Oh, my God. Places, Taiwan, Taiwan is amazing. Is it, okay, first off, okay, I'm ignorant to anything in Asia. Is Taiwan one of the clean countries in Asia? <laughs> it's like a little bit more of like a jungle. You know how so it's a jungle. Like, yeah, okay, I know. Yeah, like the Philippines. There's like rich and, Asians yeah, yeah. and like jungle, jungle Asians, Asians yes. right? I've heard the term now. I just didn't want to say it myself because I don't know if it's racist or not. It's weird because it's a bit more jungle Asian, but you have cities like Taipei and like... Um, I think it's Jufin. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. And sure. they're they're like very modern. Like they okay. have a lot of like Japanese influence. Right. Um so it's a mix of both. It's like jungle and rich Asian combined. But honestly it was just really the people. Oh really? The people there are some of the nicest How's people food? I've ever I've met. I've never eaten Taiwanese food. Um it's like a mix of everything. Oh, it's is there like, really? they don't have like their own own they thing. do. They do have some traditions okay. and things that you'll find there, but it's like they just had so many influences from. They don't. They won't admit it, but China, mm-hmm. um, China, Japan, uh, it's probably like Singapore, Indonesia, uh, Dutch influence. Right. Like they have a lot of influences, but yeah, man, some the food there is so good. They have all the hawker stands that you can just walk up and get like dirt oh. cheap, like really good food. Right. Um, yeah. Some of the all oh, the best dumplings and the best like. Uh, See, but I'm not a food person. To me, as long as I could eat something that's edible, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm scared to go... Well, two reasons why I'm scared to go to Asia. One, because the plane might disappear. And two, because I don't really know the foods and the culture, and I'm very finicky and picky with my food, so yeah. I'm always scared of that. I would go... I mm. honestly would go to Taiwan. Well, uh, honestly, the only one I'm looking at, if I was ever to go, or would be Singapore. Japan. No, Japan. I'd yeah. have to go, because I'm yeah. a huge wrestling fan, too, and the culture. You would and... like Singapore. Because it's yeah, no, it's too strict. I, super, I would, I would, no, it's I'd go super to jail, man. Western. No, no. You have no, to remember. I smoke weed, and I don't want to. And I'm again, I'm Portuguese, and I'm old school, so I tend to sometimes spit in public, like you know what I mean. And you can't do that over there, right? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I wasn't scared, and I, I mean, I almost fucked up when I went there because. Gum is banned, and I. That's what I'm talking about too. I, I don't really chew gum. Yeah, you can't. No, well, when I travel to like pop my ears oh. and stuff. Oh, so you you're saying not even you chew- can't bring it. You'll get fined. Yeah. I thought it was just if you spit it in public. No, I thought you were able you to can't at least. Bring oh it, my, like, okay, that's even now. Nah, fuck that. I'm not going over there, man. Are you crazy? I'm going to fuck up or leave something somewhere in my luggage that I didn't think was yeah. supposed to go and whatever. And no, 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 I'm okay. But I mean, if I could survive in Singapore and I'm a disaster, <laughs> I think. Yeah, but I stand out. <laughs> I oh that's right? another thing is whenever I travel people always assume I'm You're from that country. From yeah. So that's wherever. perfect then. I would I wish I had that. Everywhere I go I stand out like a sore thumb. It's like finding Waldo. Oh, there he is. Yeah. So Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I I, I think that's part of the reason why I can travel alone like no, as a single good. female like right. young woman. Cuz you blend in, yeah. People assume that. And I people live just there. don't point you out and be like, "Oh, there's a target or something." Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, but there are And even in Europe there. because a lot of people kind of have like See, this Europe's look. just as bad. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Okay, speaking of Europe, you've been to Italy? Yeah, yeah. Have you been to the Trevi Fountain? Yes, I have. So you've actually touched it? Yeah. Have you thrown money into it? Uh, I don't think I did. Okay. Well, obviously, if you don't know what the Trevi Fountain is, Google it because it's huge. Everyone knows about it. It's, it's famous. Famous in Rome. You go, it's a huge fountain. You throw in your money, whatever. There's always people always around it. People take pictures, whatever. Now, I thought I had a good career and I made good money until I found out how much this fucking fountain makes a year. <laughs> Guess how much money they pull out of the Trevi Fountain every single year? Mm, every year? <laughs> Once a year, they do it annually. Uh, I'll just say like 
three million. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna lowball it. No, you overballed it. <laughs> One point seven million dollars is thrown wow. into that fountain. I'm not surprised. When Fuck. I was in Rome, the oh, have you seen the fountain? Have you? No, gone? I've never been to Italy. When you go, it's like just hordes and hordes of uh, tourists. Right. So I can imagine that. And, and and I was only there for a short period of time, so I can imagine it's if it's oh like that God. every day. Like, <laughs> well, maybe now now you know why we have so many panhandlers in Toronto. They could probably think they could pull in as much as a fountain, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man, because Toronto's getting pretty bad. Like, I don't know yeah. if you've noticed it. Like, being a driver, I don't know if being a pedestrian or using public transit and stuff, you notice it as much. But being an actual driver, literally off every ramp of every highway, there's now a panhandler there with his sign saying he's hungry. Yeah. But yet he has a Tim Hortons coffee, he's dressed to the nines, he doesn't look like he's hungry. Yeah. But it's like, oh my God. It's like we every do, corner now. We do have a, a problem with We do, I don't care what illness. anyone says. Yeah, mental illness and like homeless people and like, I think they, we keep closing shelters See, but the stuff. problem is, is the people who are ruining it. Like that woman, that so-called woman that made so much money and she didn't even worked or anything what would she collect like 50 or 60,000 a yeah. year off panhandling and that was her job yeah. and she wasn't even sick or nothing no illness and I feel sorry for the people who actually need it because it's like yeah. do you need it I don't know yeah I feel like there's very little people that probably do that I would hope so uh-huh. but again I don't know but it's enough that it puts that worry in, in the general population's mind right. that people aren't willing to, like, give to. And that's the thing. You know, you get burned once, you hear all these stories. Mm-hmm. And again, like, even here by my house, there's a corner, notorious. Mm-hmm. It's just one woman. We call her hungry because her son just says hungry mm-hmm. with a question mark. So I don't know why she put a question mark, but sure. Maybe she's asking if we're hungry, too. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, she's there every day, and she does shifts with her husband. Mm-hmm. So it's the two of them. So one does the morning shift, one does the night shift. And then you see them, they trade off the sign and everything. And then mm-hmm. you see them. And the funny thing is, they walk around the corner to an apartment building complex that's in my area as well. And me and my wife has actually seen them go in and out of that apartment complex. So mm-hmm. they're the fake people. Mm-hmm. This is their job. Yeah. They just do this instead of working. Yeah. And that's why, you know what I mean? So I've seen it firsthand and I've heard stories and it's like, I'm sorry. Like, or even that, no, I don't know if you've seen that meme going around on Twitter as well. Some guy uh, panhandling on the street saying that he's blind. And then some guy winds up to kick him and he puts his hands up. And it's like, you're not blind. Like, you're another liar. It's like, yeah. so how, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. I'm very pessimistic when it comes to shit like this, too. I know, but how sad is it that we're, like, judging homeless people? Like, we'll drive up and be like, hmm, how homeless do you look today? Like, do you... See, and that's what I mean. That's <laughs> you... what's the sad part. Yeah. Are you really homeless? Come on, yeah. man. Ah, you're wearing Jordans. You fucked up. The details, buddy. Yeah. Like, a homeless guy doesn't wear Jordans. You know it's what I mean? It's, like, so sad, though, that <laughs> as a homeless person, you have to, But that's to, the like... world we live in now. <laughs> Right. On that note, let's uh, lively up this uh, conversation. Let's go on to the next award winner, or I guess uh, nominee. So let's tune it up here. Let's get our presenter ready. Yo, 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 yo. What's poppin'? Ruben Ocean Beats here. Hit me up if you want some beats. Anyways, shouts out to the podcast. I was on the podcast earlier this year. I love their stuff. I love what they're doing. Keep grinding over there at the podcast. Next up, we have the DP Awards for the favorite sports guests. The nominees are Thomas Beach, episode 57, Bubba Jenkins, episode 64, Brian Fonseca, episode 86, Benjamin Banks and Victor Griff, episode 70 and 96, Brian Hillman Jr., 
bonus episode 11 and Hiran Grace episode 98. Good luck to everybody that I just mentioned. Congrats to whoever wins. Once again, shouts out to podcast. This is Ruben Ocean Beats here signing out. Good luck to everybody. Peace. Hey, he's promoting his shit. Why not? So yeah. if you like his beats, hit him up, like he said, right? Smart. Cross promote. Cross promote. That's what it's all about. So the big award winner is Hedon Gracie from the world renowned Jiu Jitsu family, the Gracies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he is not able to accept. And he tried his best to send me a pre recording, but he was just way too busy with all his training and traveling. But I've pulled a clip of when he was on. So this is, I asked him if he ever uh, used his jiu-jitsu in public because he's like, I don't know what degree black belt. He's like one of the highest ranked in the world. So I just was wondering if he ever did that. So let's see what his answer was. Um, down in these street fights. One time I, I had a, a friend of mine had a dog and we were at this park and a Rottweiler jumped on her small little dog. Oh, wow. They jumped on the Rottweiler's back. <laughs> Okay. And I wrapped it by its neck like in a rear naked choke. Gotcha. And I, I body triangled the Rottweiler around the waist. Oh, wow. And I, I didn't want to hurt the dog, but I had to hold the Rottweiler because it was so big compared to the little dog. Yeah. That I, I knew that if, it, if if I didn't hold it, it would have kept running at it. And, you know, one two one bite, two bites too many mm. could result in serious damage for this small little, like, Maltese. <laughs> of course. Well, that's crazy. Wow. I know, right? Can you imagine? Like, I don't know, to have the, just the goal, not even the goal, to have the confidence to just go up to a Rottweiler and just mm-hmm. go and take its back and just wrestle it down like nothing. And it, they're so strong. Like, that, well, that's exactly what he was yeah. saying. Like, he had to physically hold them down until mm-hmm. someone came and helped him out, right? He couldn't wow. just let him go. That's crazy. You think about it, right? Some people and their, I guess, knowledge and, but he's, he's, he was one of my favorite guests that I had on because just his knowledge alone of everything that he, like, there was this one comment, now again, not to blow smoke up his ass, but I'll go back and listen to the full episode if you guys like him. But I asked him what his favorite movie was, being like a fighter in jiu-jitsu. I thought he was going to say something like an old Jean-Claude Van Damme movie or something. Mm-hmm. And he busted out Matrix. Oh. And he's like, the, my favorite part of, this, of the Matrix was when Neo saw the Matrix and understood everything. He's like, that happened to me in jiu-jitsu and it clicked like this. And I was just oh, able to wow. see everything. And I was like, oh my God, he even said, I go, I have goosebumps talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this guy just blew my mind with that mm-hmm. comment. Like the knowledge he has of like jujitsu is just mind boggling. Wow. It's crazy. Are you into, do you per, not partake, but are you into any like fighting sports or do you like any MMA type sporting I events? I used to do martial arts. Fuck off. Yeah. Okay. When I was younger. Which martial art though? Uh, I don't know. This is like when I was really young. <laughs> Probably karate or something like everyone yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm pretty assume. sure it was karate. I was really young. Uh, I used to get into fights at school. Oh, shit. Um, and it wasn't any, like related to martial arts. It was just I hated bullies growing up. Gotcha. So whenever I saw like, I don't know, someone You'd stick up for people, it, yeah. Yeah, I would like... I. It was funny because I'm I'm like five foot two now. So at the time when I was like a little kid, I was like probably not even four. Feet. Oh, so you have Napoleon syndrome? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm like I'm like a chihuahua. Right, right? exactly. So I come up and I be like, "Why don't you pick on someone your own size?" Which is hilarious because I'm shorter than the person like being bullied. Right. Um. But yeah, I would like get into fights with bullies and my parents were like what do we do like she needs an outlet like let's put her into but you know what it was smart of them i guess did it help 
I never, I would never use like karate against. No, no, like, but I'm saying, <laughs> would the, the, the discipline of karate help you not mm-hmm. beat up people? I, I guess. think it did, yeah. Okay, so and then it, it worked. It helped, and, and also just like as I got older, I remember the last time I did that was in high school. There was this really big guy that was super muscly and like okay. it's it's like one of those kids you know that look twenty. But everyone has like, that kid in school. I yeah. had actually sorry, I don't want to interrupt. But before I forget, I had that kid and he was in my elementary school. We were mm-hmm. both in grade eight. This guy looked as old as my fucking father. Full ass fucking beard, fucking muscular as fuck. I'm like, where the hell did you come from? Yeah, and then he was our age. It's not like he failed or anything. Because back then when I went to school, you could actually fail. Mm-hmm. Not like these kids today, but it was like, what the fuck? Where did these guys come from? Yeah, there's always that one kid always. that looks like... It's always. <laughs> so he, yeah, that was in high school. So he looked like he was in his 20s My and God. he was like this big muscly guy. Right. Always wore like wife beaters of and course. stuff. And I think off. he had like tattoos and everything. Oh my, of course he did. What did he have, like three kids too probably by then? <laughs> the fuck? And um, <laughs> so he was picking on someone in high school and I, I guess I was like... 14 or 15, like grade nine, however old okay, you were. Right. And again, I was like, why are you picking on this person? Blah, blah, blah. And, and then he was like a giant and like actually like muscly. And I was like, oh no. And I, he just looked at me and I was like, oh, this is the day that like I lose a fight and I'm going to oh like God. die. But he didn't. He like just kind of like intimidated me and then walked away. But after that, I was like, yeah, I need to like. <laughs> not hey, because you know this. what? <laughs> Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but a lot of men in that situation it's not that they will do it right away they won't do it in public and then wait and then do it when you're alone yeah and that's the scary part because at least if you're in public they could only take it uh, again i'm not condoning but mm-hmm. i'm just saying at least the better half of it is if he does do it in public there's people there whatever the story and he'll get yeah. possibly whatever whatever mm-hmm. but if you're not there and then and then he could do something worse and then take it further oh and, yeah yeah especially if you're saying it's, and if it's, i'm sorry to say i hate to judge but if it's a guy like that that's in high school with all these muscles maybe he's, he was roiding too right that's Who the knows? other thing you yeah. never know no, he had, like, rage issues, and he ended up getting, like, kicked oh, yeah. out of our high school. Did you see his back? Did he have a lot of pimples on his back? <laughs> that's a t- oh, did you see his nipples through his shirt? Was it, like, really pointy and white? That's another telltale sign. <laughs> just letting you know, just in case for the future, if any ro- uh, muscle guy comes out and you want to know if it's natural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had and then I had my double jaw surgery, and I was, oh, like, after that, I was, like, fuck, well, I'm never getting... Shit. Yeah, I was, well, no, I was, like, I'm never getting into a fight again, because if I ever have to go through oh, the process shit. of recovering from like a facial injury i was like i don't want to do that again <laughs> so and if it's happened once you're more susceptible to mm-hmm. it in the future right so probably pop easier than a normal oh, person gosh right? i don't know i don't know but i don't even want to yeah, think you don't want to try now i'm like i used to be such a daredevil like i'd always when i used to go camping all the time like every summer right i was the one dragging up my friends being like let's go to algonquin um jumping off of like the cliffs into the water and i i was very much a daredevil and then after my surgery i was like my face like i don't want to do so you would do everything budgie jumping at that age would you go skydiving no i was too young like no but i'm saying if you were able to if someone said yeah you can would you be like yeah sure i'll do it when before my surgery yeah that's what i'm saying so anything goes now i'm like i don't ever want to go through surgery and recovery ever again see that's the thing yeah. that's what people don't realize once you go through a whole shit ton of stuff and you have the memory in your head mm-hmm. you don't want to go through it except for i guess getting tattoos for some odd reason you know how much pain it is but you still want to get more it's like an addiction i've never gotten a tattoo well it depends are you uh, do you have an addictive personality per se no okay so then you'll be fine so if you get one you might just stick to one if you ever do but, but most I, people, I think myself, I wouldn't. Going. I that's one of the reasons why I don't have an addictive personality, which is great because I play video games and I've never gotten addicted to a video that's great. game. Yeah. Um, but 
I just have a feeling I wouldn't want just like one. I'd get like a whole sleeve, you know, oh, like not I at see. once, but like I don't know, just my knowing myself. You so go all out. If I'm yeah, if I'm gonna do something, I always give like a hundred percent. Okay, sure. All the people I know that have tattoos, they say, "Oh, I can't wait to get another one." Yes, and I was awesome. like that too. Yeah, but like, then oh, I didn't know what I wanted. It's be like four hundred dollars. I'd rather take a flight somewhere. Yeah, it is than, expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. Okay, well, you ride the the subway, or you've ridden the subway. Yeah. So you know what it's all. Okay. Well, speaking of Daredevil, would maybe not now, but maybe back in the day. So apparently, there's a no pants subway ride that takes place every year. Did you hear about this? I have. Well, so you know about this. It's, I think I did it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's uh, these are the cities that usually do it. It's New York, Chicago, Berlin, Toronto, and a few others that commute. on it, It's a Sunday, so it's annually yeah, on a Sunday. I'm pretty sure. And I you am. just go on the subway and you go up and down on your underwear and panties. and. I'm pretty sure but why? I did that. But what I see, I tried to look this up and I couldn't find anything behind the meaning. Like uh-huh. usually, when you do something like the challenges, it's because I well now not nowadays it's just to be fucking famous. But back in the day, like the ice bucket challenge, it was for something. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you do something for something. You're raising money. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this? That for? was before that because I remember doing that when I was in high school. I've never so heard of this thing. Yeah, that's old. I don't. Do they still do it? Yes, because this just happened. This happened in January. Okay, yeah, I remember hearing about it in high school, and I was taking, yeah, the subway and stuff at the time. Right. Yeah, I totally did that. Wow, I'm getting, like, flashbacks of it. But I don't understand, because it's in the, like, you think you do it in the summer. It's in the middle of the winter. Like, poor people in, like, our city, Toronto, New York, Chicago, it's, like, minus and... Mm -hmm. Well, you just do it and then you put your clothes on. Okay, can like, you imagine that though? If you have, like, someone like me decides to just take the subway after like 10 years, I go and take the subway this day, and then all of a sudden I see a few people in front of me just drop their pants and, yeah, like it's normal. It's like, and then I start thinking, and like, should I be doing this too? Am I out of place? Are people <laughs> gonna make fun of me? Am I that it's old? like, you know what it is? It's Black Mirror before Black Mirror. Oh Netflix. my god. It's like a social experiment. Exactly. But all of this, I'm pretty sure that I don't know where it started and the origin. And like you said, if it's yeah, I don't know anything. anything. Yeah, exactly. I think it was before YouTube. It was before. Oh, so this goes all these like pranks oh, and challenges wow. and like all of that. Maybe this is the originator. Like if I rem- yeah, it's like um, flash mobs, right? Okay. Like that was yeah, before yeah. YouTube and all that kind of stuff too. So exactly. That's weird, yeah. God, I can't believe, yeah, I'm pretty sure I used to do it in high school. Well, high school is different, of course. Everyone does everything mm-hmm. in high school. Anything goes. That's what you're supposed I, to do what you want. I don't know if I was in panties, but I probably just, like, wore, like, boxer shorts or, like, pajamas or something. I don't know if I was... No, well, the picture that I saw here, people were bending over and they were, like, in oh, yeah. frillis pants. Like, something you would wear to an intimate yeah. event or something. Oh, yeah, so, everyone, yeah, everyone was in their underwear, but, uh... God, I can't believe... It's so funny you brought that up. I'm getting, like, flashbacks. Good times. I'm sure it was. I would still do it. It's fun. <laughs> all I picture is, like, the, the nudist colonies and beaches. It's all the old people and sagginess and... It's not, though. I'm, I go to new beaches all the time. A lot of the time, it's families. Like, people just know. running around. I'm used to the kids. ones in... Because, again... I was in Portugal, so mm-hmm. the ones there that they actually did have, there was all old women yeah. down, like, sandbags. That's did it. I ever tell you, um, I took my mom, we went to Hawaii. She's like, okay. I want to come with you. Oh, nice. So okay. I took her, and 
uh, I mean, I go to new beaches and there's new beaches in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's go to a new beach. Okay. And she was so scared. She's like, I don't want to go. And I'm like, that, but that's kind of weird. I'm like, it's really not a big deal. I'm like, you shouldn't be going with your mom. I'm like, mom. Stuff. <laughs> I'm like, mom. Took a hard turn. It's not a big deal. Okay. Uh, and we went to the nude beach and she sure. was like so scared. She's like, well, I'm not getting nude. I'm like, that's fine. Like you don't have to, it's optional. Oh, I thought it was mandatory. Some are mandatory, okay. but like this one's like, you're on an Island and it's just, it's just known. And it's very private too. You have to actually like climb down this rock face to like get to it. And it's in like a little alcove. Of and, course it is. Um, but a lot of like nudist beaches are like that. It's right. just like a clothing optional space. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was just families, like little kids that want to run around naked and stuff. And yeah. Like, see, that's different. Cause like, that's what I mean. The ones I was in Portugal mm-hmm. were like, it wasn't really a nude beach. It was just some women went, I guess the European, like yeah. that was normal back then. And no one would bat an eye cause mm-hmm. it's not a sexual thing. Exactly. But now it's it is not, a sexual it's thing. It's not like. like a sexual thing. So those are fine, but yeah. not the ones now, like hedonism and all that type of shit. That's just. Have you heard about the shows like in Toronto? Um, and I'm sure they do it in other cities where comedians perform in the nude to like a nudist like colony or. Are you fucking or, like, kidding me? Yeah, I've got invited to tons of them. <laughs> so the audience is nude, and you're nude. Yeah, and the, the comedians are nude. Okay. There's tons, yeah, in, uh, in Toronto. Oh, they actually, I don't know we had, like, a nudist colony or a nudist yeah. Oh, yeah. following here in Toronto. We have, like, swinger clubs, and we have, like... I knew that. Yeah, we have that all I that kind of stuff. There's a whole community. Sorry, keep that away. That's not for me, sorry. <laughs> I don't like to share. Even, like, my chips and stuff, no. I don't like to share. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't like to share your body. <laughs> no, not only that. I don't give a fuck about that. It's more my wife. Fuck that shit. Yeah. No, I, I probably... I mean, I shouldn't to say each his no. Own. I'm, I'm not going to judge. Yeah, you know, I right. shouldn't say no. Whoever but... wants, as long as both are in accordance, that's all I say with everything. As of now, I, I'm not going to say never, but <laughs> as of now, I would not perform nude. I think that's just weird because that's the only thing that's going to be on your mind. It's weird because I'm so comfortable with like bodies and that. Like it doesn't. That's fine, but I don't know. I just like I'm like, what's the point? Like, why would I? But you know there's going to be that one person in the audience that's going to have some abnormality you've never seen in your life and you're just going to be staring at it all the time like, what the fuck? And then you're going to forget and you're just going to like staring at everyone like, what the hell's wrong with this chick? Well, I mean, that's a good thing. It's like usually when you perform, you can't see the audience. Oh, because like the lights are right on you, right? That's yeah. true. I never you're like blinded and you're like, I can barely see the front row. <laughs> Is that why a lot of comedians wear baseball caps and sunglasses? Maybe. Or is it because they just do a lot of drugs? Yeah, maybe because they're ugly. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, sure. No. Okay, well, you brought up Black Mirror earlier. You a fan? Yeah, I like Black Mirror. Did you like Bandersnatch? Um, Did you watch it? I did. Okay. What's your... Because I had a heated conversation with my co-host last week about this. Oh, okay. They didn't like it and I did. And we went into, like, in-depths. Yeah, I didn't... I didn't dislike it. Okay. But I didn't love it okay. because I used to play the Telltale games. Of course, I'm familiar, yes. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, wow, this is so new. This is a new like direction we can take on all the stuff. I'm like, ah, we've been doing it for You've years. It before, yeah. And unfortunately, I feel like because they're so focused on introducing this new idea and way of watching film, the plot kind of wasn't as good. As it could be. That's true. So you've watched it, right? Yeah. Okay, so, okay, again, spoiler alert, just in case no one's watched it. I, I just like the whole fact that, um, I don't know, because me and my wife went back and saw all the other all alternate mm-hmm. endings. We did our first run through, whatever. 
And then uh, we did the alternate, and there was the one where there's a decision where, oh, who's watching me or something, or who's doing this? And you could put Netflix. And then it's almost as if he's talking, and then the whole thing, and then how they kept going with it. And that's what was pretty cool about it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like a lot of people think that our lives are like that, like mm-hmm. we're in a matrix. So it was yeah. cool to see the other end of it and see how he started panicking, like, what the fuck's going on here? And, yeah. You know what I mean? So that I like that premise, mm-hmm. but... I heard a lot of people say it took them two to three hours to finish the movie. Oh. Me and my wife took about an hour, an hour, ten minutes. Yeah, same. And I saw like, so, all the endings, too. And, like, and exactly. Like I saw all that shit after, too. And it was like, I don't know why people took so long and this and that. And again, I hate when people compare it. We have to mm-hmm. stop being in this society where we compare everything. Why can't something just be its own and give it the merit on that? Yeah. Like, it's a movie. It's an interactive movie. I understand if you played a video game before, you've seen it, you've done it, fine. But there's people who haven't. And maybe mm-hmm. this is their introduction. Yeah. And why are you ruining it for them? Because if they like this, maybe they'll start playing video games. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you I, always want more people doing more I, stuff because then the product always gets better. Yeah, that's why I, I don't shit on it, you know, when people bring it up. Uh, I think it's cool. And I, I like that they took a risk and a chance. I just don't want people to be like, wow, it's never been done before. Because I'm like, it's definitely no, no, no. been done. <laughs> I agree with that too. Yes, yeah. that is true. But again, at the same time, it's not the worst thing. And mm-hmm. like my co-host gave up on it. Didn't even, they're like, fuck this shit. It kept rewinding on me. And I was just said, these guys are stupid. You kept picking the wrong answer. What the fuck you want from me? That's not my fault. Yeah. But I understand where they're coming from because it's true. If they really wanted you, because their whole premise behind it is, if they wanted me to go down this path, then why is it interactive? Why mm-hmm. not just play the movie straight like that then? Yeah. And I understand that. But again, stop comparing it. Because mm-hmm. one of my co-hosts said it was like, The Walking Dead was better than that. I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Even the story alone was 10 times better. Yeah. Like, especially that first one. Like, that just tug on your strings the whole time. Like, throughout mm-hmm. the whole, all episodes. But you can't compare it. Yeah. I liked it, but I didn't love it. So that's my, like, final verdict. What about Black it. Mirror as a whole? I, I like it. Yeah. I've watched, like, every episode. I, Which one's your favorite off the top of your head? Do you, can you think of any? Um, I really liked, I don't know, I can't remember the name of the episode. Yeah, it was either too. first or second season. Um, the one where they go to the, uh, they, they're using virtual reality for like retirement homes and people who are, are sick and they, they're in this world and that like lesbian Juniper couple. Rising? Yes. Is that it? Something that like that? One, Something Juniper. I know yeah, that's, yeah. I think that one is my favorite. That was pretty cool. And then it kept repeating and she kept going to the club and whatever. Yeah, yeah, Like, that was, like, a love story told in a very interesting way. And it connected, like, to people who would have never connected. I don't know. I just, like, thought it was a very, very nice love story that, yeah, it was told. Like, I've never seen anything like that when it comes to, like, a love story. Yeah, no, it is unique. Like, they're, well, they're, they have a lot of hidden messages in all mm-hmm. their episodes. Like, you know what I mean? There's some nods, like, in that one with the social media where you get rated. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's like, that's exactly where our society is going towards. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then after that other one where you have the technology to blur out certain stuff because you committed a crime. Like, how fucking scary is that? Mm-hmm. That's almost worse than jail. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have your freedom, oh, yeah. but at the same right. time, you're still so alone. Mm-hmm. And you're always that, and you don't know what people are saying. You can't see what they look like. And... Yeah, it's so it's... easy to just, like, omit people and ideas and, like, you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I don't want... That's something that's, like, the toxic side of social media is you can just, like, block anyone that disagrees with you and then you're stuck in your own, like, little bubble. I know, but that doesn't make you any better, does it? No, totally doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then I have to say, though, probably my second favorite episode, and it's only because I had a debate with my sister okay. <laughs> over it, and I love that. If you can watch something and it causes, like, a debate or a reaction, that's why I love then it's Black a good... Mirror, yeah. yeah, it's a good... Uh, episode was the Christmas one mm-hmm. with um, John Hamm. 
Oh, yes. That one was really good uh, because it had the cookie, like the person, it's a copy of yourself. And yes. they put it in there. And the debate I had with my sister, I'm like, sorry, this is like we're talking so much about Black Mirror in case I don't know if anyone's Too watched bad. these I, episodes. I, I talk about what I like, and I like Black Mirror. Yeah, so it's like if time has passed. So if you haven't watched the episode, Too, too bad. bad exactly. It's been out for so long. <laughs> and shame on you for not watching. Yeah, so <laughs> my sister was saying how you shouldn't feel sorry for the person like imprisoned in there and, and like that they have no control they don't know any better, stuff. Right? Yeah. She's like, it's AI. They're programmed to do that. Blah, blah. It's not a person. Why are you trying to put emotion to like, but for me, it's like, I don't care whether it's artificial or real. Mm-hmm. If someone is tortured or in pain, that pain I think is real. It doesn't like, regardless if it's, in yeah. a virtual world or somewhere else because mm-hmm. you're feeling it like you have the reception of how it feels so you're yeah. still sort of suffering it's like who am i to say that if uh, ai artificial intelligence gets to a point where they have these like feelings and emotions and stuff mm-hmm. who am i to say oh because you're not organic your pain and like what you're feeling doesn't exist or right. it's not real I, that's like where the line is, right? Like it's blurry. Um, but, but that's yeah, with that's the everything debate, though. That's like the even with we had, and I was time, like, I love that. space, like I could go on forever about all these things. Mm-hmm. Like, is it an existence? Is it a time thing? And yeah. like, that's why I like, like space, like a lot of people shit on it. What's the one with Matthew McConaughey where he's in space and then the time bends and. Oh, shoot. I can't remember. People are fucking yelling it's at me right now. It's not Interstellar. Yeah, it is. is Thank it? you. Yeah. Okay. Interstellar. A lot of people shit on that movie and I understand mm-hmm. it's too long. It's convoluted and. The whole thing of the time war. Okay, okay, that's fine. Isn't it about string theory? That's yes, what? exactly. Okay. But it's like, but it's cool though, because no one really talked about this. And it's like, in one instance, you you see yourself somewhere, but you don't know you're really there. But then in the future, you see it, but it's really in the past. And it's like, I love mind fuck type of shit mm-hmm. because we're so cocky as humans and we think we know it all. And it's like, no, we fucking don't. Not yeah. even close. Like, oh, you know what I, I mean? I love shitting on humans. That's like, I've written... <laughs> Literally though? <laughs> well, um yeah my whole new bit that i've written my like next 10 minute chunk is just shitting on humans Mm. yeah and uh and how what do we just all suck (laughs) well i i just like it it's just funny yeah it's very funny things where people have this complex of like we're at the top of the food chain and or like animal chain or whatever and we're like but there's like a bunch of things that we do that are really sad and pathetic and <laughs> I don't want to give away my whole like stand up bit, but that's a new avenue that I'm taking. Cause it's just something that I've thought was really funny for a long time. Yeah. Well, it's, but again, we are, we're the most egotistical creatures mm-hmm. that we know of. Cause obviously we don't know anything else that's out there, but like, think about it, even with animals, they don't like other than, I guess, Okay, mind you, people could say, yeah, w- when a lion kills its prey or when something big, a hunter kills its prey, it steps over and like growls or something like, mm-hmm. oh, look, I did it. Mm-hmm. But then that's it. He doesn't go back to his fucking den of lions and keeps talking about it like how we he do. Have, you know like, what I mean? Existential crisis where he's like, oh, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> exactly. In, you. in and out. <sighs> I know, depressed. right? <laughs> and people don't realize that as humans, we have to let, it's good to celebrate in the moment, but then you let it go because then you can't grow and you like, what again, I can, again, shitting on humans. You see what I mean? But we brought up space too. There's this new, uh, space comedy that's going to come out on uh, Netflix. I don't have heard of this with Steve Carroll. Apparently he's going to get paid 1 million per episode for this gig. Wow. And it's based on 
Trump's newly formed Space Force. Oh, that's great. So I guess it's going to be sometime, maybe 10, 20 years now in the future when it's actually established and maybe, who knows, we colonized the moon and we've gone to Mars already mm -hmm. and it's going to be something on that. I think it's oh, going to be fantastic great. too, right? Yeah. I love Steve Crow. I don't think anything he does is mm -hmm. bad, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I He's great. Oh, man, that's going to be good. That's going to be very funny. His form of comedy, it's just, I don't know, I like the dry, like... It's almost he's, as if he doesn't even know he's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like awkward. Th thank you. Like mm -hmm. not sort of Mr. Bean because Mr. Bean had that still that funniness to him, his silliness, mm -hmm. but the same type of character but more laid back. Like, yeah. Like you, you know he's what I'm saying? He's very like socially awkward and oh, like and everything he does. Pick on like cues and if they take that direction, that would be probably really really funny. Are you an Office fan? Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. So Both. You love the like, okay. Oh, yeah. and the British one too. Yep. Oh, I, I I can't get into it. I don't know why. I love both of them. I Which one did you watch first? The British one. That's why. Yeah, I started with that, and then and then I watched the American one. Did you hear they might have a a reboot, so to speak? Yeah, too? Because they I had heard a little that. reunion of some mm -hmm. sort with a few of the castmates and the writers a mm -hmm. few weeks ago. Yeah. Well, that's the new thing in style now, right? Rebooting everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nothing's original. Like, even with movies, same thing. Everything's a reboot. Mm -hmm. Now, it was just announced Ghostbusters is coming back. Mm -hmm. But an actual successor to Part 2 from the 80s. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't hear about they're that. Continue, they're making the all-woman cast one its own standalone. And mm -hmm. now this one's going to actually be the Part 3 that was supposed to they be They should done. just do, like, a female version of every movie. They are. Did you hear? They're doing something else. Really? With, I was just joking. An all-female ensemble cast Sort of like the Ocean's Eleven that came out or whatever. Or Ocean's oh, yeah, 8. I saw that. Oh, my God, I can't remember now. Again, mm -hmm. people are going to be fucking yelling. Anyways. But it should be, like, literally of everything. It's going that path. Like, Godfather, but it's, like, a woman's mafia. <laughs> the only one I would watch would be Magic Mike without women. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You can so already, you could go both ways, all right? You can, yeah. No, but, like, honestly, yeah. I would love to see, like, an all-female like, version of things. Like, things you wouldn't expect. But you could just, like, already go and do that. Just walk down the street and go to a strip club. Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to the big uh, last guest of the year. Yeah. Wrap it up, see who the winner is and who the nominees are. Yo, yo, party people, what's going on? This is Jake Hirsch from Jake Hirsch Entertainment Group, of course, bringing you the best live comedy shows all across North America. You can find us at www.jakehirsch.ca. Big shout out to my boy at the podcast, of course, for letting me announce this final category, which is my favorite. Last up is the DP Award for the... <laughs> Can we find a different acronym, man? The last up for the DP Award for favorite stand-up comedy guest, the nominees are... Dave Hodge from episode 69, Brian Scalero, episode 74, Sarah Wren, episode 75 and 87, Andrew Chavone, episode 97 and bonus episode 9, Dan Lamort, episode 76, Dan Pulzello, episode 77, Sarah Halstead, episode 78, Brian Lloyd, featured on episode 79, Tom Luciano joined the podcast on episode 80. Ethan Hall, episode 88. And of course, Ainsley McPhail from episode 92. Best of luck to all the nominees. Now, does he not have one of the best radio voices of all time? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Shit, he's good. 
Well, he used to have his own podcast, right? Again, go back because I'm not going to repeat what everybody did on their episodes, but he used to have his mm-hmm. own podcast, and that's how Yuck Yucks found him. And oh, then, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, actually, he took it by the horn. He just went in there and asked, I don't know if it was the, I'm, I don't know. Again, go back and listen. He knows, obviously. It was either the owner or the person who was running it at the time. And he's just like, I, I want an interview with you. And just kept persisting, and he finally got it. And then the guy liked him. He was like, hey, why don't you come work for me? And the rest is history. Nice. I know. you got to start somewhere. you got to be persistent, people. Mm-hmm. So, the big winner is, unfortunately, not the host of the DP Awards. <laughs> <laughs> but the big winner is Brian Lloyd. Good. Let's go to his acceptance speech and see what, what he has to say. Hey, what's going on, Steve? What's going on, everybody listening to The Podcast? This is Brian Lloyd, who apparently has been voted your favorite stand-up comedian guest of 2018, and I'm so thankful, I'm so honored, truly. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank you know, my family, my folks, my entire support system, and to thank you, I'd like to read a poem from a pretty famous work you might have heard along your travels, something I think really expresses how I feel about winning this award. So here we go. Uh, You have so many relationships in life, only one or two will last. Uh, You go through all the pain and strife, then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. Oh yeah. You know, and they're gone so fast, yeah. Oh, so hold on, the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the, the ones there. And when you get old and start losing your hair, can you tell me who will still care? Can you tell me who will still care? Oh, care. Mbop, ba-do-ba-dop, bop, do-bop, do-ba-da-bop-bop, mbop, ba-do-dop, ba-do-ba-do-bop, mbop, do-ba-da-bop-bop, do, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Steve. Um, thank you. Seriously, thank you for the honor. Wow, we got a Hanson fan on our hands here. Holy <laughs> shit. I was wondering where he's going with that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Brian Lloyd, the stand-up comedian from New York City. Congratulations yeah. to Brian, big winner. Yay. When I go to New York, I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, you did come in second. So oh. if, if he wasn't on the show, you would have won. <laughs> Is that rubbing salt? I just in the have window? to like slowly murder all my competitors. I guess that's one way of doing it. That's why I travel so much. <laughs> to take out your competition. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm going to do now is I want to have a whole big winner. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put it out on a Twitter poll since there's only four winners. So each winner from each category and then... Everyone's going to vote, and out of the four, we'll have one grand winner, and then I'll just announce it on an episode, no big deal. Every, whoever won, won, but this is just to see of all the best guests who the fans actually enjoyed above all. Oh, that's then we'll cool. we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll just go from there. But just some stats to throw out there. Uh, again, shout out to Hidon Gracie. His episode was the most downloaded episode in a one-week time span, so congratulations for him. Thank you for all the extra listens. And shout out to Thomas Beach, who was also nominated for Best Sports Guest, his episode was the most listened to episode of all 2018. Oh, wow. So that's pretty cool. So thank you, guys. I guess people like sports <laughs> and not comedians. Wow, wow. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> but again, you see, but comedians, a dime a dozen. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, you picked one of the hardest, sort of say, routes to take in entertainment where 
anyone can and tries to be a comedian nowadays. You know what I mean? So especially with just this climate, like it's so hard to <laughs> navigate that industry and like what path you want to take. And well, there's there's so many branches, right? You could be yeah. a writer, you could be stand up, you could be actor, you could do but this even just that. People's opinions on things. Oh, like, that's true. People too. like now that there's social media, it's everyone has white. an opinion on everything, and then also there's like political correctness, and also um, that's. I yeah. can't stand that shit. There's a lot, like, yeah, I don't know. I think I do take a little bit more of a pause now because some of my stuff is usually, like, quite dark. So you do, do I was going to ask you that. Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself writing something and then you're like, I don't know if it's going to come off the right way. Is someone going to blast this out? Is, are they going to pull the fucking Kevin Hart and go back fucking mm -hmm. 50 years later and try and pull something? Like, do you yeah. find, like, holding back? I think, I feel... Like, when I do that kind of material, people can tell that it's not coming from a place of hate. And Now, I'm do not... they, though? Because you have these stupid idiots, the keyboard oh, yeah. warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't know shit. And they I just mean, think I, I because you joke. say a word. I made a joke on Twitter recently where okay. I, I said someone was uh, a trans man or woman okay. uh, with schizophrenia. And, like, that's, like, red what? flag, you, can't you know? Say that? No, no, you totally can. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, just even people seeing that combination of words, they're like, well, I don't want to get involved in this. Like, that's the the danger zone. Um, and then I have, like, a new joke that I, I actually wrote about how you can't say, like, retard anymore. Um, and that one really, like, divides the room, too. It so it's, it's like, I am more aware, but at the same time, I think think what I've been doing is not going to change because I've never actually written anything that comes across as me hating any kind of person or group or thing or anything, any society or anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know, I don't even know where to go. Where does it stop? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's, and then the, the horrible part is everyone keeps giving into these things. And then yeah. that's what fuels the next generation of people to continue mm -hmm. on. Because, yes, I won this one. Now who could I attack next? But I honestly, like, no one's really, I've never, other than uh, actually men coming up and saying, like, with, like, fragile egos. Right. I've never had anyone tell me that they're offended by my stuff. And Good. I touch on, like, everything, right? Like, I'm pretty but bad. But that's what comedians are for. You're supposed to talk about what we don't mm -hmm. and what we find squee like squirmish and make light of it. Like, yeah. that's the whole premise of comedians. Mm -hmm. People I, don't understand that. Yeah, I'm trying to bring up topics, you know, things that are happening in the world and problems and, and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's like the people who seem to be like, oh, I feel so constrained and I can't do this, I can't do that. It's like... I haven't come across that problem, and right. I'm known as, like, a dark comic, and I say, like, you know, pretty horrendous stuff. I've mm. never had anyone ever say that they were, like, offended by what I said. Well, then you must be doing something right, then. Good on you. I just, I think a lot of it is how you say it and your energy and, like, how you come across. I guess, yeah, that does help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and but I, then again, there's just, just some rooms where they don't give a shit and they're just there to tear you apart, right? I haven't come across that yet. Again, you're and lucky. I say, and I, yeah, <laughs> I don't say the nicest things. The only time is, yeah, just men coming up afterwards and being like, I don't think you should say that because it's like kind of mean towards like guys. And I'm like, I've never bashed on men in my stand up at all. If anything, I like glorify But you should, them. though. Who cares? But that's the, again, that's the whole but point. But it's just funny how that's what they took away from something. Oh, I see. Because again, they're into themselves. Mm -hmm, and they're just exactly. trying to tear that's something what I'm saying. apart. It's like a yeah. weird, like, ego thing. Oh, my God. Where it's like, oh, you didn't even understand the joke. The joke is not anything to do but with men. But do you feel men. bad? 
honestly. Oh, okay, good. Because yeah. I was going to say, I wouldn't feel bad because if anything, I would feel better of myself because you're actually thinking that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you know me or something and it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. But mm-hmm. it's like, but you don't want those people around either, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's a story. Uh, I was in the Caribbean once with, with my wife and we're on vacation. And obviously you meet people, you talk to people at the bar, whatever, right? There's this one woman, she's from Minnesota, got so hammered. And she was being like abusive hammered, like spewing out like hatred and like stuff like that. And like being physical, like roughing people up. Like, I don't know what the hell this woman's problem was, to tell you the truth. But I happened to be beside her and she was talking to me and my wife. Then she started getting aggressive, like elbowing me and like, just like being like a kid. Mm-hmm. And then started saying that Canadians are stupid and this and that and going off how Americans are. And they're like, well, these guys are in the fucking North Poland. And I'm like, excuse me, you're such a fucking idiot. Do you not go look at a map? Go look at a fucking map. Toronto's actually more south than fucking the state of Minnesota, you fucking bumbling idiot. And I actually said it like that with her husband. I didn't give two shits. And I go, I'm sorry to say, I don't condone hitting women, but if you touch me one more time, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold back anymore. <laughs> like, I'm being nice. Get the fuck away from and in that tone. Because yeah. I can't stand people being like, because mm-hmm. she just wants attention. Yeah. So, and I was sort of trying to make it loud enough so the husband would hear, so then pay attention to her because yeah. that's what she's doing she's literally crying for help because mm-hmm. you're not paying attention to her and it's like i didn't get people so, so what happened nothing she finally walked away whatever uh, and then and then again me being me i felt bad because i'm like oh fuck i just yelled at a fucking complete stranger on vacation you know whatever but then some other guy actually we're actually friends now he's from new york we see him every once in a while um he comes by and goes don't worry man you did the right thing like if that was me and he even said i'm not gonna say his name he goes i would have fucking zonked her right in the nose I wouldn't be able to, like, what she was doing to you was yeah. more than, you know what I mean? You held off as much as you could, so don't yeah, feel I bad. Stand people like that. Yeah. And on vacation, too. Like, mm-hmm. I hate people who ruin shit like that. Like, if you can't handle it, don't do it then. Mm-hmm. Like, know your limits. Fuck. Yeah, just don't spread your misery to anyone else. <laughs> and you know, that's, I don't know, but again, I just, cry for I mean, help. that's, yeah, that's why I do stand-up, so you can just spread the misery everywhere. Just blah in every city. <laughs> Just come up and be like, I'm. Let's talk about kids dying and kids oh being raped and na 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 na. Okay, that is dark. <laughs> but you know what? It happens. And it does happen. I you have to am. Have fun. I am a hero. <laughs> oh wow! I am bringing up these topics that are happening. <laughs> Fantastic. So we don't forget about them, and we make sure we try to prevent them. That's great. Well, on that note, where can people find you? <laughs> Comedy Hero. If you'd like to hear more about <laughs> horrible things that happen to kids, you can follow me on social media at Sarah Wren Comedy on Twitter and on Instagram. Twitter, I write jokes every day. I, yeah, you do. You're very I active do. on Twitter. Yeah. Every day there's jokes. Some I delete because... Oh, you you do go back and delete them? Yeah. Yeah? You don't just want... If they're like too... What's your premise on deleting? If it doesn't get enough likes or if not enough comments or if you just think it's all flat? Um, Mostly if it's like too offensive or I was like, yeah, like if I crossed a line, then sometimes I'll go back or a lot of the time I just do it for myself. Like Mm. I'm just writing things that make me laugh. Okay. And then I go back and I'm like, oh, this is like too much like a diary. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, I totally delete tweets and I just don't want like my timeline to be filled. Like I'm a very... I like to keep things clean and organized. So, right. like, if it's filled with a bunch of junk where I was just, like, drunk tweeting out stuff. Fantastic. Well, now we know you drunk tweet, so. Oh, t- all the time. Follow. I drunk post all the time. 
There you go. If, if anyone ever comes to shows, like, I mean, you can come up and talk to me, but I'm just warning you. Oh. I don't, I never drink before I perform. I'm always Smart. sober. There you go. But afterwards, I drink a lot. <laughs> so, Make up for it. Yeah, I'm just warning <laughs> anyone that ever sees me perform. So there you go. They should come up and buy you a drink afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I'm like trying to do less. I, I've noticed that I drink a lot. Like, because it's part of the culture, right? You're, you're do a show, you're sure. at a bar or whatever, uh, hanging with like comics or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, I should probably drink less. Just drink slower. Yeah, I need to. I'm, that's right? what I need to learn is it's okay to have one drink. You know, you don't have to have like five drinks. Yeah, because like, you don't want to be rude either, right? So mm-hmm. that's true. Okay, well, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Finger Styles, the podcast, the podcast app on Twitter. Email us, the podcast app at gmail.com, in- Instagram, well, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Podbros Network. Go to podbros.com, listen to the show there. Go to. S- blackbeltcbdproducts.com buy something nice the podcast 25 you'll get 25% off your next shipment popyapparel.com promo code the podcast capital D 10% off shipping worldwide we have merch.com buy yourself a the podcast mug women's tea men's tea that's it that's all for this week oh I forgot to even mention at the top too you could also listen to the show on EMZT radio every Sunday they have a podcast block. I'm there with, I believe, three other podcasts every Sunday. Just Google them. I don't know what exactly it is, but it's EMZT Radio. You'll find it. And thus comes an end to the second annual DP Awards. Yay. Thank you for having me on. No, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. On that note, she's Sarah. I'm Steve. Thank you for everyone who supported the podcast. Peace. <laughs>